Hello everyone, welcome to Guys in the Net Church Podcast Episode 1. Um, actually, this is a different episode. We are on a new supplier to making the podcast, recording them, but here we are. So actually, it's actually episode 56, but we're going to continue with this saying episode 1. Um, and what we do on this God's in the Net Church podcast, we have a Bible study, and then we read a story out of, a, of somewhere that how God teaches us in different ways, and then we have our prayer requests, and then our closing remarks. So, we do have a good time in the Lord here. We also are a branch off a group on Facebook which I'm the pastor of the group um, it's a God's Internet Church and it, I, it's an, I, it is an online church ministry um, we go live on Facebook every Sunday at 10 a.m. you want to join us go to God's Internet Church podcast I mean God's Internet Church type it in the face bar pick it and you should be a button there to describe, but if not, I will join, get you to join, allow you to join. Um, I'll hit the button to get you to join. Um, you'll be able to watch the podcast there, and or you can befriend me on Facebook. My name is Ronald Weaver, and uh, I usually befriend people that come in and they're honest and they look good and they don't do all kinds of strange things and you could and, and actually get you to watch it live just being my friend but again my name is Pastor Ron Weaver I am your host and we're going to be sharing today in the Bible podcast the secret to having joy and then the, the teaching us in different ways segment will be talking about a story called a willing spirit and then like I said we'll have closing remarks and uh, prayer requests so let's pray dear Heavenly Father we ask you to take a cold health heaven altar and anoint these lips of clay let everything I say be what you want and let it help people today we ask you this in Jesus name Amen and amen. Well, if you got your Bibles with you, which I trust you do, listening to a Christian podcast, I want you to open them up to the book of John, chapter number 15, and we're going to look at verse 11. And it says, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might be remained in you, and that your joy might be full. Well, what Jesus is trying to tell us here, as you know, we're reading in the red letters, and he's coming off to, that Jesus is a true vine. And, you know, and it's talking about cutting off things that don't have the, the fruits of the Spirit. But if you are one of Jesus's disciples, you stay on and he prunes you to take things away that are in your life but okay Jesus said I have told you this 
that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Okay? What does that mean? In other words, his joy is going to be in us and it's going to be complete. Well, what we got to decide to do is keep this joy, keep these things going on, and not let the joy of the Lord leave us. Because we choose, even though it's in us completely, to be negative. We choose to be conceited. We choose to be boastful. We choose to be mean. That ain't what God wants us to do. God wants us to keep his joy. And there's a reason why he wants to keep his joy. Because his joy is complete in us. You might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, what do you mean his joy is complete in us? Well, what I mean is, there's four things to help us keep this secret of joy. Okay? And the first thing is, happiness is an external joy and internal. So, if you're happy on the outside, you're happy on the inside. You might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, there's people I know that are breaking up inside and crying inside. But that joy on the outside is keeping them going because that joy is in the inside to a degree. If you have Jesus in your life and you ask him as your Savior, he is there for you and he is there to help you. You just got to keep the decision of being ha happy. You might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, I don't have people around me be when I need to talk. Well, are you being negative? Uh, people do not like to be around a negative person. Because if you're being negative, you're going to bring down your friends, your family. And they're going to want to be negative. Negativity is not the way. Unfortunately, with joy being in our body, we also have negativity. And we have to make sure that negativity is out too. Because that negativity can do everything that you want God to do with you. Not saying that God don't have power to stop it, but he gave you power of choice. Alright? So we gotta realize that God's joy is external and internal. Okay? Happiness too. Happiness depends on an outward circumstances. Okay? Joy depends on inward circumstances. Now in other words, you could be happy and you're depending on people to make you laugh. But to keep you you want to be more than happy. You want to be joyful. And the reason you want to be joyful because you want his joy which is complete. You know, there's one time in the Bible that it said Jesus wept. And there's one time in the Bible that it said that Jesus got angry when he flipped over all the text collectors and stuff inside the church temple. But pretty much in Jesus' life, he was joyful. Even when he was on the cross of Calvary, yes, he, he was going he, through at one point asking God why he has forsaken him. 
And the reason why God's forsaken him because he put on the sin of the world. And it was just too much for God to look at. But God is still for Jesus and he still went through. Jesus had to put our sin on his back to take the sin off our lives. Of course, he went through agony. He felt all this stuff. And, he, you know, he could have got a little mad, but the Bible doesn't say that. He had joy pretty much through most of his life, of every day. And that's what we got to learn to do. No matter what comes against us, we got to have that joy. And how do we do that? By reading his word every day and claiming the promises of God that the word of God is teaching us on a daily basis. This is what we as Christians need to do. All right. Three, happiness depends on... Four, happiness is based on chance. Joy is based on choice. Today's choices. Basically what I said, I went into the next point too. So what have we learned here? We got to learn that we got to be, choose to be joyful. It's in our, we learned that it's in our body. His joy is in our body and it makes us complete. But we got to choose choose to be joyful to use that joyfulness that's what me and you and the world got to do we'll be right back after this message for our next segment if you want to know about all sports information go to YouTube go to the search bar and type in charge it to the game podcast and you will get all you need about the world of sports from this podcast on YouTube I am a describer and I recommend you describe this this podcast too describe the day go to YouTube put in the search bar charge it to the game and you'll get all the needs you everything you want for this sport. Welcome back to Guys in the Net Church Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weeper, and we just got done with our Bible study on the secret of having joy. And we learned that the secret of having joy is knowing that it's inside us, that He gives it to us, but we got to choose to use it and stay happy in the Lord. And I know as a Christian, and as humans, it's hard to do that. But that's what we all got to start working on. And we're going to be starting... God teaches us in a different way segment. And basically what I do here... God teaches... I picked up this magazine... From my minister magazine that gets mailed to me. And sometimes there's cute stories in there showing us how God teaches us in a different way. Well, God teaches us in a different way in the form of writing sometimes. Or sometimes in other ways. Right now, God's got me showing you in the form of writing. And sometimes I take from Sunday school lessons, like old 
from the assembly of the God live a weekly journal of practical Christian living and I share their little things that the, that their students need to read and today I'm going to be reading you a non-fiction story calling a willing spirit and I'm going to explain a little bit about that too after this we get done reading it there was a time when I was like the 12 year old Jesus I had to, to be about my father's business I was often found in his house at the piano in the prayer room on the music committee over prayer events one lady passed me in the church hallway and said do you live here I was so ready and willing until anonymously illness struck and with it came and pulled back from ministry in time my servant's heart became layered over with self-protection and infused with empathy years passed on this state and then one morning I read in my Bible that another came to Jesus requesting that her son be given Providence position in the kingdom. Matthew 20, verses 20 through 28. Jesus turned her requests on its head. Rulers in this world, Lord, is over their people, and officials want their authority over the under them. But among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be be first among you must be your slave. Matthew 20, 25-27 I was guilty here. Instead of being about my father's business, I've been largely content to nurse my inability and watch from a distance. But I sense Christ calling me serve slave and he showed me that my son of man came not to be served but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Matthew twenty twenty eight. So when I follow his example, I am a slave to God and others, just as Jesus took the humble position of a slave. Philippians 2, 7. I'm called to daily live as God's slave. You are God's slave. 1 Peter 2, 16. I am a servant to God and others need to be lazy never to be lazy but work hard and serve the Lord through, through enthusiastically Romans 12:11 serve one another in love Galatians 5:13 but just how exactly would I do this given my limitation the Macedonian Christians would be my guide those believers already had their own problems when they heard about the collection being taken to assist, assist the poor in Jerusalem. Paul tells us that they are being tested by many troubles, and they are very poor. But they also fill with abundance joy, with overflowing and rich generosity. They gave not only what they could afford, but far more. 
Second Corinthians 8, 2-3. How did they know how much to give? The first action was to give themselves to the Lord. Second Corinthians 8, 5 emphasized mine. I followed their, their example when I, I slaved and served, trusting that God remembers my frame. He knows I am dust. Psalms 103.14 In using me, he won't abuse me. Whatever he expects of me, he'll give grace and strength to accomplish. Repent came that morning. God, I am giving it back to you. My willing spirit, my servant's heart, as you leave, I will expand not measure out of instinctively sycamore. My energy is kingdom serving. And I ended with this prayer on my lips and heart and prayer of a representative of King David. Restore me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Psalms 51 12. Recently, the Lord led me back into the women ministry, but in a simple role, I invited the new friends who sit behind me in church to join me in attending a six-week summer Bible study. She excitedly agreed. It was such a small thing, but who knows what it might jumpstart in her life or in mine. I'm looking forward to where God will place me and what he will give me to do. It's good to feel a bit more like a 12-year-old these days and to be about my father's business. Here we go. What does that tell us there? This woman had a, an audibly type problem. And let me tell you something. And she basically, basically, used it as an excuse not to do the work of God sounds like she kept with God but then God showed her one day in her Bible what are you doing you need to keep on with the Lord no matter what's going on in your life physically handicapped or not physically handicapped whatever's going on God will use you he will help you and you need to let him do that. You need to be in repentance and go back and doing the job that God called you to do. Whatever it may be. And at first, a few days ago, the phone I record this podcast on in the church office went down couldn't remember the password to anchor and I'm thinking oh no all this work I have done is lost and I can't add to it no more so I put went through and looked for another podcast where I can do and I found this site which how you know that God won't use this site to make it even bigger and better you know or touch someone that needs so I'm not going to get angry and worry about it no more. 
I can still use those past 57, 55 episodes there to ministry to people. And then God can use those same people to come and find this place. Hallelujah. God is good. And He's good all the time. We just got to be willing to go the road He's putting you down. That's all He asks us. With His joy in your body intact and willing to work for him hallelujah heavenly father we just ask you to be with us and help this word of both stories help us do what you want us to do we ask you in Jesus name amen well, at this time, there is some prayer requests that I want to take to the Lord in prayer. And one of them that I was praying for was Pastor Gary Levi. Um, he has coronavirus, or had coronavirus. He's recovering, but his recovery is not doing very good. There's a lot of issues going on with him. Now, his wife came down with thought she had a heart attack but she ended up it was um, her blockage was gone and didn't have no blockages because they did a cap on her and but they found out that she has an electrical problem with her heart so they're working on getting that set up for her and taken care of and let me tell you we're going to pray for her and we're going to pray for Pastor Levi. And we're going to continue to pray for my dad. And this might be new people. And my dad has uh, aneurysm on his aorta. And we're praying that God takes it away and makes it smaller. He goes to the doctor in a few months to get an uh, echogram to see what's going on. And, and what measures need to be um and we're believing that it either be gone or it did not grow. Well, you're letting God make that decision. So let's pray for these people. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up to you right now, Pastor Levi. I can I ask you, Lord, to continue to help him with his recovery and ministry so he can get back to his ministry, Lord, and preaching the Word of God that you called him to do. And Lord, I ask you to be with his wife and this heart attack's Scare, Lord, that happened. I ask you to help her as the recovery came. I ask you to let her go out and um, go to the doctor's appointments like she should. And we just ask you to help her start take care of herself. And Lord, I ask you to be with my dad, Lord, and with the, go into his body right now and take away this aneurysm or don't let it grow, whatever you decide, Lord. We just ask you to let everything go the way you want it to go in his life. And we ask you to build up his aorta wall where they don't get weakened. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, i like to say God bless you. My name is Pastor Ron Weaver saying see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast episode number two. And thank you for listening. And thank you for sharing. And if this podcast is helping you today, 
share with other people that have helped them. On that note, I'd say God bless you. See you next time. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver, your host for God's in the Nature's podcast, episode number two. God bless you.